manicured balls. Uh, what? Yeah. No. Balls? No. What about balls? Hey, everyone. It's the Herald and Modcast. And balls. And uh, this is now streaming reviews. We're reviewing a movie called What About Balls? <laughs> and we're also reviewing a movie called Bushwick. And we're also going to review a series on Netflix called Defenders, Marvel's Defenders. Bushwick Bill from Ghetto Boys. Yeah, Bushwick is Dave Bautista's new film. Yeah, and he's the lead. He is the lead. And it's a drama. And uh, it's it's directed by Carrie Mernian and Jonathan Milat. Milat. And uh, also, uh, they did Cooties. Oh yeah, cooties was yeah. Right. It was okay. It wasn't what we wanted it to nah, be. Yeah, the, pre- the trailer made it look cool, and then you saw the movie. It just didn't really deliver until the very end, and then the movie was over. And um, one of the writers is um, Nick D'Amici, who is an actor who you'd probably recognize. Oh, that Stakeland. Guy. Yeah, Stakeland. He's, He's the guy the, who did Stakeland, and he also wrote Hap and Leonard, and I think he maybe wrote the second Stakeland, which we. We didn't like. Nah, second stake land was bad. First stake land was pretty awesome. Yeah, and then the other writer is Graham Resnick, um, who also worked on stake land, the innkeepers. Um, and this is a interesting story. Oh, Brittany Snow is the uh, other lead. She was in the Pitch Perfect movies. Mm, and cool. um, Yeah, well, people would know her from that and a lot of other things. So this takes uh, place in Brooklyn. Bushwick, Brooklyn. And uh, it's the Texas military force invades Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like basically (laughs) a southern coup. Uh, It's a crazy southern coup. um, Which takes, they storm Brooklyn. Yeah. And they were not expecting any resistance. And then once they were met with armed resistance from the New Yorkers, it became a full-out ground war. Right, they just start picking them all off. Yeah, from helicopters and from the ground, and all of a sudden we're in, like, Kosovo or Sarajevo. Brooklyn becomes Sarajevo, and this girl who's went back to Bushwick to see her grandma where yeah, she Brittany grew up. Snow. And with her be- boyfriend. Of, the, of that short time is uh, launched into a fucking war zone just... Coming out of the subway. Well, because they're in the the train and they're talking, you know, normal life. They're going to meet her grandmother. Yeah, making little canoodly jokes and stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, some guy comes in in flames. Full flames. (laughs) Running down that, falling to his death in the tracks or whatever. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, it's it's New York for you. Like, Well, I mean, then the, the boyfriend goes out of the subway to try to figure out. They hear shots fired and he is blown up essentially instant death yeah it's pretty funny he goes up the stairs from the from the station gone and as soon as he goes up the stairs and makes that first corner it's just like a firebomb and he comes back down and he's been totally napalmed and yeah just singed third degree burns beyond repair dead in, in the opening seat of the film. I know. And, and so, so now she's on her own. And she manages, she finds her way to Batista's house and he's... By accident. He was in the Marines. And she didn't know that. And he saves her from being yeah. raped by two New Yorkers. There, right. And there's these armed militia guys everywhere and full black tactical gear and, you know, assault rifles and stuff. And they're right. just picking off people. Pick, shooting out with the cops, shooting out with strangers, yeah. picking off people from roofs with sniper rifles and, 
she yeah she's trying to survive in those opening scenes and then these two guys almost rape her and then batista ends up sort of giving him the batista bomb and taking him out and they were in his little crummy apartment in bushwick well and so the story follows the two of them trying to make it through this neighborhood on under siege and um it's pretty cool. I mean, Batista like has to sort of step up, uh, you know, to yeah. the drama part of it, mm-hmm. and he does. And he does. The reason that I wanted to watch this movie because I saw it, I didn't know what it was, just like as a thumbnail in the streaming on Amazon. Then I read an article about him and how he, like crossing over to play dramatic roles is so tough because he says he's built like a fucking gorilla. And, you know, <laughs> he's like, if you're not playing, you know, mobster or bouncer or something, you know, if, when you're that size, right? And he said that it was really tough to do that. And then they cited Bushwick and what it was about. I'm like, oh, I want to see this now. Because I, I, I was already a fan of him. Yeah. yeah, well, I liked him in uh, the, the James Bond film, even though he didn't and really Guardians. have any. Guardians. And, of course, Guardians, Guardians is comedy. Yeah. But uh, I also really want to see him in the new Blade Runner because he That's looks so right. different. He's yeah. really stripped down. He doesn't look like a badass. He's still fucking monster size, but he doesn't look like some badass. He plays a replicant, right? I think so. Yeah. You think so. I think so. Because Ryan sure. Gosling visits him and they end up fighting. So right. It makes me think, yeah. But that's that article is pretty cool. And so watching this movie, he, yeah, he steps it up. You know, I like I like him as an actor. It, it's a very film festival film. I mean, yeah, well, by no, the end of no it, spoilers yeah. on what happens, you know, but it... it there's a lot. I mean, it's a very small budget, which is crazy. They could pull that this kind they, of story. They pull off. a lot off in a, a, a small budget. Well, because I always wonder about zoning and shit with like closing off streets when you have that small of a budget in New York or is it New York that it? they filmed I don't it? Know. Uh, they could have filmed it in Canada. Who yeah, knows? Toronto or some yeah. shit like that. It's cheaper and probably easier. They're like we're from Hollywood, out of our way. Like, right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get you some donuts there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, enjoy your movie. We'll just get out of get out of this house. Oh, it's our house. It's five generations. Oh, but you want to shoot a movie? Okay, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> get out of this house. We're filming a movie. <laughs> Drop a lie through this Canadians. wall. Okay, be careful with the wall there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, there there is some. You know, they introduce this sister that she has that she that was, was kind of ridiculous. Like, was a pothead. Wasn't a very good actor. No, it was sort of like a weird choice because yeah. they get to. Well, we don't want to spoil anything. But by the time they get to the sister, everything's up in flames. She's right. like, what's going on? I thought those they were playing video games upstairs, Call of Duty, and it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. It's like the story is already too heightened. Yeah. To like introduce like stoner sister character. It's sort of like. It's like what? Yeah, no. She's like has no idea what's going on because she yeah. smokes pot. If anything, well, you'd be paranoid. You'd be more aware, right? You'd be like, oh fuck, there's motherfuckers with guns outside. Yeah, I'm so stoned. Oh fuck, what do I do? Yeah, it was really silly. The it was way super they did silly. That. I mean, they felt like they didn't know where to go with it. Yeah, you know, it's like a series of meetings. You know, you meet the go to the grandma's house, the rape scene, and then the sister scene, and then the like uh, resistance scene. So it's like they're yeah, meeting. To the be characters. clear, there's no rape in the film. No, there's like there's an like a, rape a, scene. a pending. Yeah, but Batista Prevents saves it. her. I mean, yeah, and there's the school gore. Scene. It's some gore. Some gore. It's not excessive gore, but it's definitely like heavy realism violence. Yeah, and they're it's moving fast. It's fast moving. It's a fast paced film. Yeah, uh, they're constantly moving. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it gets it, it as it progresses. It, it has a lot of promise, and then it, as it progresses, it sort of seems to lose its way. Um, Batista gives a great monologue near the end of the film, which mm-hmm. is 
really, really good. his moment. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but the way they sort of wrapped the film up, I thought was a little lazy. Yeah, it was a little easy. Yeah. I mean, without spoiling anything, they have to get to a DMZ, demilitarized zone, yeah. to escape. So that becomes the goal. Right. And they need help with... And that's fine that that's a goal and it's a film about getting to that goal. It's just that it's... I, I thought that they... Uh, well, also, another thing that I thought was odd, and maybe it was a budget reason, there were no NYPD present anywhere. There was one. One. There was one okay. in the very beginning. But are you are you telling me that if uh, like any part of the boroughs or Manhattan were attacked, like New York siege. wouldn't be on top of that immediately with yeah. SWAT teams, SWAT teams and, and squad cars and yeah. blocking off streets and Coast Guard or um, whatever you call it. Yeah. So that was a little hard to believe that it was just sort of like civilians they were hit so fast that the police couldn't respond At i mean all. come on there's so many cops in new york and it was basically it was like and civilians ready for everything well, now and it was yeah after 9-11 for sure and, yeah. and most of the conflicts were between the militia and just civilian people with right their own guns and yeah like, it was 100 percent that like gangbangers and shit but yeah there'd be a way bigger police presence even if they were getting killed like they just They'd be out the, there. They'd fighting. be out there fighting. They'd be in the air. I mean, the, the civilians from the south have helicopters. The militia, yeah. But the, but the police would too. You know. Yeah, the police would have them, and the, you know the uh, national guard would have them. Yeah. It'd be way bigger conflict, right? And I feel like it'd be squashed pretty quick. I yeah. don't think that the south could rally and try to take a city like New York. New York. No way. Brooklyn. Yeah. I don't think so. And they're only trying. I mean, it's one. Borough. Yeah, they it's invade Bushwick area. only. Yeah. yeah, only. So that shit would get contained pretty quick. Right. You know, there would be casualties, but I don't. I don't think they could just take over. Yeah. They need ground. They need tanks and freaking you know artillery and all that shit. But I mean, it's a cool story for sure. Yes. It's very timely, which is not an accident. Yeah. You know? Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The performances are good. It's a cool little film festival movie. Kind of yeah. ends kind of with a, a lump. Yeah, kind of like, the ending was not incredibly satisfying. It was a super film festival ending. Yeah. And I this it won some stuff in film festivals, I think. Did it was it? in Sundance or something. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, some jury prize or something. But yeah, it's good. I'd watch it as um streaming, that's what we did. I don't know if it's in yeah. theaters, limited release theaters or what, but I like to follow Dave Batista's career actually. Me too. I agree. I think and I think that he really it was the best thing about this film yeah he was it was fun to watch him in a real dramatic part with some real uh sort of backstory for his character you know yeah because there is a whole backstory for his Asian character Marine. and they actually developed that pretty well pretty and well and he does well with it it's funny that now uh just realizing that nick damici is one of the writers because it does have a stake land feel and the, the mm. you know the guy who wrote it, it that's sort mm -hmm. of on the ground fighting on the road like, yeah on the road yeah there's sort of the 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 way it's shot and mm -hmm. uh and the mood of it does sort of feel like stake land the original yeah, a little one. bit yeah, yeah for sure it's just not. It's not like zombies. It's you know military and vampires and vampires, yeah. vampire zombies or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was good. I'd give it maybe like a seven, seven and a half, maybe. I wouldn't give it that much. I'd give it seven. I'd give it like a six point five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I give it a seven. All right, we'll split. We'll we'll have a split decision on that yeah. one. Or you know, people that know that I have a better opinion, they'll take my opinion. <laughs> people that aren't like regular listeners, maybe we'll listen to you. And <laughs> hey, now. Yeah, well. 
All right, so that is Bushwick. Uh, also streaming, which been, has been streaming now for a while, and they did a panel at Comic-Con, is Marvel's The Defenders. Bah, That's bah, on bah. Netflix. And, uh, I mean, hmm. so we finally sort of finished the whole series. Season. Season. And um, I had watched episodes of daredevil and jessica jones i know you hadn't but so you you came in completely blind to this well i mean i just i know about the actors and the in the story and what they're creating they're creating this whole daredevil hell's kitchen universe with luke cage and iron fist right jessica jones daredevil and now the punisher is coming up his own season right coming up. He john was bernthal in, yeah, is john playing the punisher and he was in the daredevil season two of the standalone Daredevil sh- uh, Netflix show. No appearance of him even in the season finale of this one. No, yeah, he wasn't in Defenders at all. Not at all. Yeah. Know what else wasn't in Defenders? Fun. <laughs> Action. You know what else wasn't in Defenders? Good writing. Yeah. Good storytelling. <laughs> Good storytelling. Yeah, I mean, it took like four or five episodes to get them teamed up. Well, I think it was the by the end of the third episode, they were like, hey, we could do a team. And then they spent that whole episode in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. Which just felt like a that super cop That was the fifth out. episode, by the way. Was it? Yes. So the fourth episode, they finally like team up. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking slow build, man. Fucking slow build, man. Too long, man. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the actors are not great. The, the best actor, of course, is Scott Glenn, who plays Stick, um, Stick and he was part of the uh, Iron Fist, but also the... Um, Daredevil. Daredevil universe, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's Daredevil's, like, master. Right. Guru. Along, and he trained Elektra, too. Yeah. Um, and the other and the guy who plays Daredevil, Matt Murdock, um, Charlie Cox is the actor, Scottish actor. Um, he's really good. Uh, he's good. Kristen Ritter, who plays Jessica Jones, um, Finn Jones, who plays Iron Fist, who was last seen on Game of Thrones as Loras. He's honestly super weak in that role, and I know that's been said before about. It's not a miscast. Yeah, it's a miscast. And uh, Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage, is okay. He's fine. He's fine. Does his job. Um, Electra is played by Elodie Young. She's okay. And then Sigourney Weaver is the bad guy for... and Oh, and Rosario Dawson's in it. Yeah. There's a bunch of um, supporting cast that cross over all the different shows. And I mean, from a marketing perspective, it's typical Marvel genius in that they built up these different series. Yep. They, they introduced the, each other on some of them. Yep. Yeah, Netflix too. And then they, they build it all up for this series. So Which, it's smart. It's smart. It just didn't really deliver as sort of like the you know, sum of its parts, bringing them all together. Give us like this super... Because I didn't watch any of the other ones and yeah. I skipped straight to this because I'm like, oh, I'll watch all four of them right. in the show. Because like singularly, I wasn't that interested. Just because I'd seen clips and it seemed sort of like network TV drama, except with superheroes. And that's kind of what this was. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, Marvel Presents... Law and Order special <laughs> it does, Yeah, but not even Law and Order. Law and Order is a better quality, better really, written. in a sense. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it just was like, how, how long are they going to be in suits and ties before they do some superhero shit? Yeah. Like they're just arguing in ties. What the I fuck? <laughs> do something super. Yeah. Hurry up. I they know. like saved it. And like at the, in the last episode, they show Luke Cage like bending a steel bar and like tying it like a fucking knot. It's like, yeah, give us superhero right. stuff. Why is he just walking around in a hoodie with his hands in his pockets? I know. He's Luke Cage. Yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to save Harlem. Well, okay, like break some shit too, though. <laughs> like, get in a fight and like even when they fight they're not doing they're doing you know punch combos i know it's like grab a guy and throw him through the wall yeah and then break off a piece of fucking cinder and shove it up his ass right like but but that's where your point where it sounds felt like network instead of netflix you would have thought they had more latitude on netflix to do more more super stuff yeah and i was saying i really wanted to see some sort of um visuals with daredevil's heightened senses yes when like because he's like he can hear people's heartbeat and he can like touch a wall and get a sort of sonar idea of where the bad guys are right and, like you just sort of see him with his hand on a wall and he's like they're there and now they're yeah. here and it's like show that show like a cgi after effect right. thing that just and don't make it like cheesy like you know the ben affleck thing but i feel like there's a happy medium where they could have given us a bit more of their powers and like yeah. iron fist fucking little firefly hand little butthole thing it's like dude he uses he's it like twice a pussy like well, and he uses it like once he punches yeah. Luke cage in the face and then he uses it at the end. It's like, we want Iron Fist action. Yeah. Like, this is still superhero. That's why you read comic books, to watch them beat each other up and fly through the air. I know, I you know? know. And I wanted to see, like, Daredevil, a like, CGI, even if they had to do it to make him look more more like a Spider-Man, like, with his parkour movements and shit. Yeah. He's just sort of, like, stunt guy jumping over boxes. Like, who? Uh, he's, he's fluid. Daredevil in the comics is fluid. He's more parkour in the series his series but they don't do the sensory stuff like they don't no, they don't they, show and, it and also by the way in the other ones this in, individual ones it takes forever for them to get to a doing anything i don't super. get that i don't get why why that's like a superior choice as a as create you know creative no, choice i think like what makes that more alluring to an audience because they're not wearing <sighs> costumes and beating people Cause up it's cool because it's different and edgy see it's like boring i don't like this whole thing that's happened in the last five to seven years or five years maybe where uh like man of steel like let's make superman colorless well it's like dark and edgy anti-hero let's Anti make them superhero different world. they're like real people oh but they happen to be superheroes too and it's like no we like these superheroes yes and Daredevil's the only one that has a costume, and then they make fun of him the whole time for wearing it. Like, really? You're going to wear the Yeah, thing? give us the costume. I mean, every t- think about how much shit the X-Men franchise has gotten for not giving Wolverine the costume. Yeah, he's always in a wife beater and blue jeans, that was like one a of the country western biggest star. criticisms. That, yeah. And and people want the costumes. Yeah, they're taking away our heroes, man. You you see them a certain way in a certain uh, feel, a certain light, and then you see them and they're wearing like a taupe, like <laughs> fucking taupe <laughs> hoodie and cargo pants. Right. Like that's not what Iron Fist looks I like. Know. Like I know you don't want him to dress like a ninja, but give us some medium of like just throw us a freaking bone here, you know? Yeah. Like, really, I just, it really takes away from the experience for me. A lot of arguing, 
a lot of like I like the fight choreography and the fight sequences are like cool yeah. but kind of dull like kind of white noisy because they like they never look like they're really doing anything super no. nothing like really moments super of it but very slight. few and far between and it's just not enough and then again and then it's, it's sort of gory at times they cut people's of, heads off oh, yes and there is that yeah but again that. it's like few and far between and it's, again, the acting is not that good. I mean, and it was, I, I got honest to say, it was tough for me to see Scott Glenn after seeing what should be an Emmy award, award-winning performance in The Leftovers right. with the exceptional really. writing of that show. And then to see him still brilliant, but delivering these really ridiculous, like canned, cliched lines. Oh, man, yeah. Like some of the lines in that were so oh. bad. It's like, what was the one that's like, it t- took you long enough and like stuff like stuff that. Like it's that, just like, whoa. I got an idea, but you're not going to like it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. classic sort of Marvel dumbed, but even more dumbed down than the movies. Yeah, that's how I felt about Michael Keaton in Homecoming where he's like such yeah. a good actor and he's with these children. I know. Playing in the sandbox of poop. <laughs> and it's like, why is this great Michael Keaton? It's like not, it's like similar to the Scott Glenn thing. I mean, are you? This is worse. Yeah, this is worse. And, and but, uh, the Charlie Cox who plays Daredevil is very good. He's very good. And he's, he really kind of shits on the others in terms of his, like, how yeah. good he is. And Rosario Dawson's good too. She's great. There's yeah, a few good. of them that are good. And then amidst total mediocrity and it, it's kind of like it's unbalanced yeah it's very unbalanced and um there wasn't enough action it's so no. much like so much dialogue and exposition leading up to these like really fleeting sort of dull action sequences that right. just weren't you know luke cage has superhuman strength and like superhuman immunity yeah like uh i don't know yeah like, you want to see him like yeah. Throwing buildings, throwing yeah, like giant, and, and Jessica Jones has superhuman strength too. Yeah, and too. you see that like sort of, but then when she fights people regular hand to hand, like her human superhuman strength is just like punches and crummy kicks. I know. And it's, like, he has superhuman strength, like lift him up, tear his fucking arm off, throw him down a yeah. elevator shaft, then like cut, like tear the elevator cord and watch it fall on him. Like give us like a sequence. Of I know superhero action, not like oh I need a shot. Make it a double. Yeah, there's like, a lot of that. And like, her sort of angsty, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, total. Like begrudging hero. I'll Give me that case file. I'll have a look, I guess. I'm yeah. out of that business now. I'm not in that anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Her snarky little. She has to, like, be talked into, like, we can't fight together. This will never work. Well, they spent several episodes going back and forth with that. And the thing is, you you can't Ugh. have a but one. Pick one or the other. G- give us amazing action and cool superhero stuff. Right. Or make it a do like what Buffy did. Make like a well-written... Buffy had a good balance to that when you think about it. I mean, now when yeah. you look back at it, it seems a little tongue-in-cheeky and all that. But at the time, it's it like... It was a good balance. It was a good balance of awesome action. And like but horror funny images. and good story and the characters, everyone was good. Like Good acting. Have like the have the writing be better, have the acting be better, have the story be better. If you really only going to give us little pieces of the superhero, yeah, yeah, sort of 
part of these stories, man. That's the huge part of the story. It's not like oh, these characters are so interesting on their own that you know they they're don't even not. they you, don't need superheroes. They're not powers. at all interesting. The only one is really Daredevil that I find to be slightly interesting. I mean, Iron like Fist is show. really disappointing. Like, and I did watch that series too on its own. Did you? And I struggled with it. I mean, the actually the actress who plays his sort of. Uh, buddy who's yeah, the ninja she, she's good she's, she's one good. of the other yeah. she's one of the other decent actors but yeah. that series was really disappointing just and it set it really set this whole thing up because it's all about them fighting the hand which is the main antagonist group in and, this yeah. uh, series the whole series it's only eight episodes and then you get to like the sixth one and you're like god there's only two episodes left they haven't done anything they haven't done anything yeah. <laughs> and then the other time then they have to like they all agree to fight each other, and then they agree to like tie up Iron Fist for his own good. And then yeah. they tried to build tension between Luke Cage and Iron Fist all of a sudden. Right. Like they were just honky dory at the, the fucking re- restaurant. And yeah. now he's like, oh. And like now, like we're waiting all episodes to see if they're going to fight. It's like, right. no, we, d- we just agreed that they were buddies and they were going to fight together. I know. And then and then Stick is gonna kill him and like, kill Iron <laughs> Fist. Like create new tension, find new things to create. No, like don't go back to the group conflict again. No, we just resolved the group conflict. Yeah, what the hell? They're like, wait, the only real way we can stop it is if we tie up Iron Fist in a room. And he's like, wait, guys, we just fucking killed this other guy. <laughs> we just killed one of the hammer. We're doing okay. Like, no, it's for your own good. It's like fuck that. <laughs> and then the other thing, the woman who plays the cop, who's really part of Luke Cage's world, and now she's in all of theirs. She has giant boobs. And giant I, boobs. I, I tell you, she's a good actor. Is, she's a good, good actor. A good, pl- but good it's character. So distracting because there's a lot of scenes where you just see her boobs. The sweater puppets. Re- remember, <laughs> giant cans. Remember that one scene where it was a shot of her boobs in your face, basically. Like, and they're like someone's head yeah. and like they're like it's like a close-up <laughs> but it's like these rocking boobs and then like <laughs> the actor's like talking to her and then they cut back to her face and it's like back to his face with the boobs <laughs> and you're like i mean you got great breasts you got great boobs but it's just sort of like i don't yeah, know i can't focus on anything but your boobs well, is that intentional like what i don't are you know because most of her uh, costume choices really tights? promote these yes, boobs. Yes, Like the goods, you know, and she's a detective. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, if that was the actor's choice or the director's choice. I mean, uh, yeah, look, you got a great figure, miss... But it's sort of, you know, and it what was you, it's very sort of cartoony the way they promoted it. Well, and you it's don't like, really notice until you notice, and then once you notice, you can't like right. notice it. I know. And you're like, God damn, her boobs are gigantic. I know, and they're in every scene. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> like orange sweater, the giant orange, yeah, this tight, tight orange sweater, yeah, with these rocking boobs, <laughs> solving mysteries. <laughs> Not really, though. Distracting enemies. Yeah. Well, they leave the series in such a way that we don't know what's going to happen. We know they're with all the alive. crew. We don't know how they're going to come back together. And like, what I want to know is, are they going to all get costumes? Are they all going to get like what? It, where are they going to take I don't know. this? I hope so because Luke Cage has some cool costumes <laughs> throughout the years. I don't think he's. I think he's in the hoodie. I think that's his costume. I'd be f- upset. Well, I think if that's I what they're actor. going with, though. I know. Well, Jessica Jones, like, puffy scarf. 
Like yeah, the whole she wears series, a leather jacket, the, scar- the gray scarf, scarf, and jeans. That's it the whole that's time. Her, that's, that's her, her outfit. Thing. And she even references, like, I haven't been able to change my clothes once. It's like, okay. <laughs> you don't, though. You don't. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And at the end, you see, like, Iron Fist, like, tattoo underneath his dragon tattoo underneath his or green sweater and brown yeah jackets. he wears like nothing nothing interesting either and he uses his fist like to jerk off or something because it's <laughs> not to fight people <laughs> i know well like, the inconsistency of their abilities was really bizarre too like because there's a scene where electric uh, there's a scene where they meet electra and they beat her and I mean, they take on a million guys at once, and they beat, and they them, beat them. And then Elektra comes in and beats all of them effortlessly. And that's just ridiculous. Okay, well, yeah, how did. come? An Iron Fist, he like his fist knocks everyone out. He punches one person, it reverberates. Yeah, it's like a shockwave. Yeah, and so like. We saw him do that like once or twice. At the very end. And, and we see him fight so much. He fights and he fights, fights and fights and fights and fights. And but he like, doesn't bring out the fist that much. No, it's like once. He like any, they like, i got to recharge my chi or something. It's like, nah. But how come when Elector nah. fought him and she even used the fist, like, she beat it. Like, and then other times they're able to beat the, all the guys again. I mean. I, it's all just plot. Um, plot. Yeah, it's lazy it? writing, POS, is yeah. what it is. That's yeah. what it is. It just felt really lazy. The writing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'd give it like a five. Yeah, I'd give it like a five and a half. Maybe it was not very entertained. Yeah. And there was moments where I'm like, yeah, I want to see what happens. There's a couple episodes yeah, where were. it ended on like there a were. high note. Yeah. And you're sort of like, oh, all right, let's do this. But it took us like two weeks to or three weeks to watch it like most people i read this thing that it was like the most quickly streamed series that they released maybe not i don't know i read something about like they did they were doing you know analytics on how when most people start the defenders they finish it within a week or less Yeah, that's not what happened with us it didn't really suck me in yeah like for the first episode it's kind of like okay a lot of walking around new york yeah a lot of like just talking you know Having sex. Yeah. No, I don't think they were doing that. There's, they weren't doing that, were there's they? There's like a one, one or two sections. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so uh, not not really. I mean, you got to be a super Marvel fan, I think, too. That's the other thing. you got to be all in for like the Marvel experience. But I, f- I guess, but I feel like they're yeah, trying to make a show even, yeah. that's for people that don't watch superhero, like aren't superheroes. Oh, so like that's yeah, why it's maybe. not as superhero-centric. Well, write it better. Yeah, or something. But just still give us superhero action. Yeah, I, I want to see Daredevil. Like he can like flip off a fire escape and do three flips and land and yeah. jump. Like he's not just like Hur, he uh, does that in his uh, own. He does that uh, in his own. In fact, like wh- his own is a little bit better. He, I thought. He, well, like the, the comics, he moves like Spider Man. Like yeah. he's agile and quick and light on his feet. Yeah, like they Spider-Man. don't show you that in the Defenders. No, for sure. they'd have to like CGI it to really do it like how he does it in the comics. Like right. it's really quite. Like a huge part of his character is maneuverability. You know, I love that character. Yeah, they're sort of they've haven't done right by him exactly. In Not really. Any of the and ways. Then here's this the is thing. Here's than- the thing, though, is that the Punisher's standalone thing is coming out, and I saw like a teaser trailer, and I'm completely on board for that. Is just it because, because John Bernthal? Because John Bernthal, and just because the Punisher. Yeah, because it's such a cool character, and the two the movies they made were 
like the one with John Travolta was super bad, and then the one with the Ray Stevenson guy was like kind of cool but really cheesy. Cheese, so cheese. Super B, super B. It was kind of cool Punisher action. Yeah. So, but I mean, if they could find a cool medium where they give it that cool Punisher action and that gritty realism, and that like you know Punisher kills, like right. you know, he's not Batman. He, you know, he's out here killing. Right, right. And so, if they can do that justice, you know, and actually have him do something. Not just like smoke cigarettes at a bar and you know talk about the past. Right? <laughs> Is he going to be woven into this Defenders universe? I don't know. Uh, I have I no idea. But the yeah. standalone one by itself, I really want to watch it. Yeah. And I will definitely tune in once they drop it on Netflix. You know? Yeah. So this doesn't deter me from that, even though it is the same universe, right. just because the Punisher is such a cool, that much cooler to right. me. Right. And it, it looks cooler. It looks like freaking. Sicario or Shock Caller. Oh, something. does yeah, it? Yeah, it looks dark. I have to watch the trailer. I haven't seen it. It's not even, it's hardly a trailer at all. It's like 30, 40 seconds, but oh, okay. you get an I- idea like of the vibe. Yeah, it's super teaser. You don't even see him like do action. It's only oh. him talking, but like, it's cool. It looks super gritty, end of watch, David Ayer kind oh, of thing. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. All right. So all that, right. That, that's what also got me into it. I was like, oh, I'm watching that for sure. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, we thought that about Suicide Squad and, and then it sucked. And it shit on my yeah. chest. <laughs> We got a lot that's coming up. I mean, Stranger Things is coming back, and we're going to do a weekly uh, recap called We Talk Strange. Oh, we are. Yeah. We Talk Strange. (laughs) And uh, then uh, also uh, Outlander, which you don't care about, but a lot of people do. Yeah, it's huge. It's bigger uh, every year at Comic-Con. I'll be talking about that. Well, and It this weekend. It this weekend. Yeah, look out for It. Look out for It. It's exciting. That is something we've been looking forward to for a while, and hopefully it's going to save what's left the last gasp of summer, which... Uh, the box office was just a mess yeah, this year. Yeah, it was year. like the worst since 2010. It's the worst box office. Really? Yeah, since 2010. Well, the early reviews on this are good, and the early audience reception, s- reception is good, and uh, we will be reviewing it. So stay tuned for that. And as always, go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for more reviews and fun stuff. Fun stuff. Watch out. You might get fun on. <laughs> See you, jerks. Jerks. Ha, 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 ha,